Hi, I'm Apostle Catherine. Welcome to another episode of Revival Is Now. Today, you will learn what open doors to the enemy are. As it says, do not give a foothold to the devil. You will learn what really that means, what the open doors are that you might be opening and not have any clue that it's the action of giving a foothold to the devil and can be how demons can come in. So this message today will open up your spiritual eyes and help you to keep every door shut to the devil so you can stay free. So opening up a door to the devil happens simply when you go against God's word or when a past generation in your family might have gone against the word of God. The word of God is extensive and it's so important that we know the word of God so that we're not accidentally, unknowingly opening up doors to the devil. The first door that can open up a door to demons is sin, the acts of the flesh. In Galatians 5, 9, that the acts of the flesh are obvious. Sexual immorality, so that would mean having premarital sexual relations, porn, sex with other people outside of your marriage, and also masturbation. Masturbation is an open door to the devil because you're created to have sexual pleasure within marriage, within marriage, only for your spouse to be the one pleasuring you. It's not God's will for us to try to pleasure ourselves sexually. Otherwise, Apostle Paul would have said, it's better to be single, you can just masturbate. He does not say that. He says, if you are having strong sexual desires, get married, and that's how you'll be sexually pleasured, not by yourself. So this can actually open up a door to, well, addiction to masturbating, number one. Number two, it can open up a door of a spiritual spouse, an impure sexual demon, perverted demon coming in, could attack you in the night, could attack you in the dreams, could sleep with you in the night, in the dreams. Impurity, so that could mean a lot of things, but for one, it could mean just meditating on things that are not pure and following those impure thoughts and desires. Lust can fall underneath that and meditating on harm for people, for someone to fail, getting excited when someone does fail, that can fall under impurity. And debauchery, debauchery means excessive indulgence in sensual pleasures. So the pleasures of the flesh, seeking for your flesh to be gratified. Idolatry and witchcraft. So idolatry means elevating someone higher than they should be elevated. So idolatry means idolizing, putting someone or thing on a pedestal. And only God deserves to be on a pedestal. Only God deserves to be glorified and deserves to be worshiped. Hatred. We are never called to hate anybody. The moment you are feeling hatred in you, first of all, it doesn't mean you're a hateful person. It doesn't mean you're hating. It just means the devil wants you to agree with those lies of hate and do the action of hate, whether that's meditating on it so much that you're wishing bad for a person or speaking bad about them, doing bad things behind their back, gossiping. Discord means a lack of harmony, disagreement between people, division. We are called to be united. Whenever you're sensing yourself dividing people, dividing people in the body of Christ, dividing families with your actions, with your words, this is actually a sin and this is an open door to the devil. Jealousy. This is a big one. This is one of the big, biggest 
areas of sin for Christians that goes unnoticed, like that many people do not repent from, but for some reason just let it stay. And the devil loves the spirit of jealousy when a person accepts it because it turns into division in the body of Christ. It turns into sometimes a person with jealousy being a vessel of the devil to try to take down a person of God and ministry. That's what Saul did to King David, the spirit of jealousy. He agreed, he let in, he partnered with, he didn't reject it. And that opened up a door to demonic spirits. Demonic spirits were then coming in him, it says, and he was taken over by the devil and he ends up trying to kill David with armies, making this his biggest life mission to try to kill David. This is the big open door of trying to go against God when you let the spirit of jealousy in. Fits of rage, anger, lashing out at people, selfish ambition. This one you should really be aware of, making sure that you're not carrying selfishness in your heart. Be aware throughout your days when you're interacting with people. Are you being selfish? If you are feeling selfishness, surrender to God, reject the selfishness lies, and choose to be selfish, choose to be generous, choose to put somebody first. Dissensions and factions, that can happen when there's so much deeper and deeper division happening within a church, within a family. And Proverbs 6, 16 says, these are six things the Lord hates. These are all gonna be open doors to the devil, big open doors, seven that are detestable to him haughty eyes, so that means acting superior, prideful, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked schemes, feet that are quick to rush into evil, a false witness who pours out lies. This many times can happen when we open up that door to the spirit of jealousy and a person who stirs up conflict in the community. These things we should really focus on, meditate on, and get them so in our heart to be aware of those devil schemes to entice us with any of these things. We should humble ourselves and not think, oh yeah, I would never do that. We should better humble ourselves and meditate on this word, get it in us, and be prepared for that day where the devil could entice us to open the door to one of these things. Number two is words of death. Life and death is in the power of your tongue. So this is one of the biggest areas where Christians are opening up doors to the devil without realizing it. Many Christians know to not do these sinful things that we just shared about so much, but many Christians don't know that speaking the words that a lot of them are speaking is actually going completely against God's word and opening up doors to the devil is prophesying death when you speak death. When you are agreeing with the devil's portion by saying, I have depression, I have anxiety, I have sickness, for example, you are literally opening up a door to the devil. We need to be so careful over our words. The way that demons can come in through speaking a word of death is one by saying like, I don't think I'm gonna make it. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not a good enough speaker. I can't do what God's called me to do. I have anxiety, I have depression, I'm suicidal, I have sickness, like saying these things, confessing these things, that is opening door to the devil. Also, um, when if you have ever said, I want to die, that's a deeper even word of death where it's actually a covenant with a demon of suicide and death. So make sure that you renounce specifically, I renounce saying I want to die. Speaking covenants is another area of an open door. So if you've spoken covenants, like being part of a cult, like Freemasonry, so you need to renounce all of those covenants, all of those promises that weren't led by the Holy Spirit. Another open door is demonic soul ties. And so this can happen through relationships, usually through romantic relationships, but it can also be through 
just regular friendships, regular relationships, or mentor to mentee type relationship. So this is when a person, for example, may manipulate you. Maybe they said, say you'll be with me forever, and God didn't ask you to agree with that, and you spoke that. And and then a person can give you things. They can give you jewelry, rings, and there can be spirit of manipulation, witchcraft behind these things, behind giving you gifts, behind asking you to confess things like promises. There can be a demonic spirit behind that of manipulation of witchcraft. When that happens, a demonic soul tie is formed. Also, demonic soul ties can come in when you're sleeping with people. That can just happen when you have sex with someone. A way to recognize the demonic soul tie is like when God's asking you to not be manipulated by someone, stand your ground, say no, and it's really hard. And you are like caring so much about what the person thinks you don't want to upset them. That is an indicator that there's a demonic soul tie. So you break those demonic soul ties by renouncing them and throwing away the items that a demonic soul tie might be attached to. The next open door is witchcraft. It says in Leviticus 19.31, do not turn to mediums or seek out spiritists for you will be defiled by them. So here's instruction to show us that defiling will happen if you turn to psychics, if you turn to witches. Witches are people who are using demonic powers. So they are using a supernatural power, but the only supernatural power that's not of God is the devil. There's no in between. There's no good energy. It's all demonic. But the devil has deceived many people into thinking it's good. He's come in this form of the angel of light through things like yoga, meditation, not biblical meditation, but meditating in the new age way. He's come in this angel of light way through psychics, through healers, through Reiki, tarot card readings, through astrology. And you know, when your spiritual eyes are not open to what I'm sharing right now, you can think, What's the harm in all this? It's not openly like a devil's face on the tarot card, a devil's face outside the the door of the psychic. No way does it really seem demonic when you're looking with physical eyes. You need spiritual eyes. You need your eyes to open up in the spiritual realm to know that this is completely demonic and it's opening up doors to demons. So when you ever subject yourself to witchcraft, new age, any of these things that are supernatural, but it's not by the power of Jesus, anytime you do that, you subject yourself, you go to one of these people or things. The action of you submitting yourself. When you go there for a purpose, you go there for kundalini yoga, right? To get more energy and a different state of mind. You're going there for a supernatural reason. You're going to a psychic to have a supernatural experience where they tell you the future. You go to tarot card readings, same reason. You go to look at astrology. You're literally inviting the supernatural power in your life. Well, the supernatural power is demonic. So you're literally inviting demons to come in when you do these things, go to these things. And another area of witchcraft is putting your faith in things like crystals for healing, putting your faith in evil eye jewelry for protection, putting your faith in dream catchers to keep evil away, uh, using sage and putting it around the house and believing that, that the sage will keep evil away. None of those things come from Jesus. All of those things are accessing demonic powers. So there is a supernatural power at play, but it's not doing what you think it's doing. It's not keeping the evil away, it's actually opening up a door for the evil to come in you. So anytime you're putting your faith in something that's not 
Jesus in a power, supernatural power that is not the power of Jesus, you are opening up a door to the devil in every time. Many times as I'm ministering, I find that the more complex demonic bondage is when witchcraft has been involved, is when the person had subjected themselves to witchcraft. And it's because it's like opening the door to sin is one thing that allows demons to come in. But when you're opening the door to witchcraft, you are literally saying, I want demonic powers. The, the demonic powers are demons. So it's like even more dangerous. You are putting yourself deeper in to the devil's kingdom. You are investing yourself willingly saying like, yes, demonic powers can come in my life. So if you've been involved with witchcraft in any way, it's so important that you take seeking Jesus and surrendering and renouncing and whatever is needed for your freedom. It's important you take it seriously. It's important you have that fear of God knowing, okay, I subjected myself to many dark things, many things of witchcraft. And I come humbly to Jesus and I allow him to have his way with me and however he wants to deliver me and however it's going to look like. Many times when I minister, I see people who have done a lot of witchcraft, how many times it is layer by layer, but Jesus is so faithful to deliver them step by step more and more and more and more until the complete freedom comes. Do not turn to mediums or seek out spiritists for you will be defiled. So it's literally saying so much darkness, demonic stuff will come when you go there. It's a serious warning there. The next open door is watching and listening to darkness. So watching horror movies or watching just dark movies. And a good way to tell if it's a dark movie is I mean, usually you can tell by just looking, I mean, before you even see it, the trailer, the the cover, the, the like thumbnail, um, the title, and even within the first minute or so, like you can tell your spirit will say, this is darkness. This is not going to edify your spirit. And so you should also be careful what you listen to as well. The Bible says that faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. So when you're hearing the word of God, when you're hearing the things of God, it's literally bringing you closer to God. It's putting faith in you. It's bringing more light in you and, and keeping you focused on Jesus. So the opposite is true if you are listening to the things of darkness and watching. So if you are listening to depressing songs, if you're listening to a lot of curse words, bad words, and songs about doing bad things to people, sinful things, getting wasted, stuff like that, doing sexual things, you're taking that in. If faith comes by hearing the word of God, that means that darkness, the opposite, will come in when you're listening, when you're watching the things of darkness. So you should be very aware and only watch or listen things that will edify your spirit man. I love to listen to only worship music. Now, you don't have to. You can listen to other music, but just be aware of what it is you're listening to and just be aware that it is edifying your spirit and it's not darkness. But personally, me, I, I just love hearing the word of God all the time and I love praising Jesus all the time. I love just um, you know, constantly praising him throughout the day. And so to have worship music on, sometimes I'm just joining in the song and I'm singing a praise to God. It can remind me to constantly praise God, to hear worship music. And if I'm watching something, I want it to be something that will edify my spirit man. Um, sometimes it could be educational for me to 
understand people and events more, histories, things like that is, is it can be a good thing. So we're not just like completely aloof and not knowing what people are going through in the world. So I just make, I make sure that I am intentional with what I watch, that it's definitely not opening up a door to the devil. That's definitely not darkness, but it's light. It has purpose. It's edifying. On your social media, you should really go through who you're following and see what, what's darkness and what could be an open door to the devil. So you don't want to scroll and just something pops up. You can prevent that. Take it seriously. Be intentional over who you're following so that the devil doesn't sneak in any way. The next open door is abuse. Sexual abuse, domestic abuse, verbal abuse. So all of the open doors I just mentioned all are having to do with you having control over that door. So these are all you opening up a door that can make it that could make a demon come in. So this is all up to you to keep those doors shut. There are a couple other doors that can open where you don't have control over, but they were opened and this is how demons can come in in one's life. One of them is abuse. That's going to be sometimes out of your control, sometimes it is in your control. If you are dating someone or having keeping someone close to you, a friend closer than you should be. When God says this person's dangerous, this person's an open door to the devil, I didn't call you to bring this person close. It's dangerous for your spiritual health, for your physical health. When you disobey that and you keep that person around, then that is you opening up a door to the devil. That is how the door was open. But sometimes the abuse didn't happen by you opening up a door. But many times it could be having to do with another person's authority that they've given like for children it could have been parents parents are spiritually responsible for their children physically and spiritually so if they're they could be opening up doors that's affecting the children the children could become oppressed because of the parents not properly using their authority in christ and and protecting the children so if they're bringing in people allowing the wrong people dangerous people close to the children then that would have been that that open door that was open. It was the parents giving authority and opening that door, allowing the demons to come in. And whenever abuse has happened, however the door was opened, the oppression that really usually happens from abuse is what happens after. When abuse happens, the devil knows exactly what to start speaking to the person. Shame, unworthiness, it's your fault, you're defiled. Um, you're not worthy, things like this, he'll immediately strategically start speaking it to you. And so if you are not spiritually equipped to recognize these are lies of the devil, strategic lies, and I better not meditate on them or speak them aloud, but I better reject them. If you don't have that spiritual training and wisdom to do that, then you could end up speaking these lies of the devil. And that's actually where that open door came in was by you agreeing with those lies and, and then speaking them. And the last open door to the demons, and the last open door where demons can come in is through past generations. So it says that it shall be if you diligently listen to and obey the voice of the Lord your God, being careful to do all of his commandments, which I am commanding you today, the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations of the earth. All these blessings will come upon you and overtake you if you pay attention to the voice of the Lord your God. You will be blessed in the city. You will be blessed in the field. The offspring of your body and the produce of your ground and the offspring of your animals, the offspring of your herd and the young of your flock will be blessed. So when you obey God, his voice, it's saying then you will be blessed and the offspring of your body will be blessed. 
It's literally saying when you serve God, when you're obedient to him, you surrender to him, your children will be blessed. That means there's a supernatural blessing of protection, a supernatural blessing that comes upon your children, your offspring, your grandchildren. Well, if that's true, it also means the reverse can be true. It doesn't say that every single person, their children will be blessed. No, it says those who obey the voice of God, their children will be blessed. So that means that when someone is going against God, when someone is opening up doors, especially to witchcraft, the opposite can happen to the children. A curse can come upon the children. Generational curses, that's where they come from. Generational curses, they come from a door that was opened. A person using their authority and opening up a door to the devil, which ended up being passed down. This is where you see addictions, for example, that repeat through every generation, or uh, this anger, this where someone just always beats up someone, happens every generation. A door was opened and the, a curse was passed down the bloodline. When a person opens the door to witchcraft, that is really, that is really opening up the door hugely for curses to come upon future generations. Especially even more so when a person is really involving themselves deeply in witchcraft. More, more so than just like going to a psychic one time, for example, but like choosing to serve the enemy, choosing to be a witch, choosing to be a psychic, choosing to serve the devil in some way where the devil will literally ask you to do things and all he's asking you to do is all horrible things. Um, he'll, he can ask the people who serve him to make a sacrifice uh, of someone in their future generation, in their future offspring. Uh, like this person will have sickness in their life, for example. The devil will for for you to go higher in the devil's kingdom or for you to get things from the devil which are never which always come with sorrow the bible says the blessings of god come without sorrow so the blessings from the devil which are not blessings but the things that you want from the devil like fame money luck that you're trying to get in the demonic way by going to the devil um it comes with sorrow and so that's one of the ways of the sorrow that is talking about is that you have to sacrifice things. Uh, like you have to sacrifice things that you shouldn't sacrifice, bad things like a human life, uh, someone in your family's life. Sometimes the devil will ask people who serve him to like pay a lot of money or make a blood sacrifice um, specifically so that person would have a curse. So when there's deeper torment where a person is really going through a lot of layers of deliverance in many times, it's this is the reasoning why because there was a deeper, there's a deeper investment into the devil's kingdom in past generation lines, and a specific a curse or a sacrifice put upon a person in the future generation. And so that person, it's important to be aware of your past of past generations and and find out what they were involved in. Were they involved with Freemasonry, for example? and renounce all these things. If you found out that the person was serving the devil in some way, was doing witchcraft in some way, renounce those things and renounce them specifically and surrender to Jesus to, to do whatever 
surrender to Jesus to receive all of the keys needed to unlock complete freedom. Sometimes the, a person in your past generations have invested so much into the devil's kingdom, put so much into the devil's kingdom that there's a real big deficit. And what will break that curse completely is by you pouring into God's kingdom so much in all the different ways of pouring into his kingdom, of sowing into his kingdom so that the deficit is comes out and you're now out of that curse and deficit that the that the reaping that came from the past generation sowing so much in the devil's kingdom and you've come now out of the deficit and now in the abundant life of Jesus. So it's time to receive freedom and more freedom today. I know God has opened up your eyes to see oh certain I know God has opened up your eyes to see different areas where the devil has come in, where you maybe you opened a door and you didn't even realize it or you forgot about the door. So right now, it's time to be free. Renouncing is a big key for your deliverance. So renounce all of these open doors specifically and renounce the bondage, the yoke specifically. Right now, you can speak it aloud. You can say, I renounce taking the drugs. I renounce going to a sidekick. I renounce agreeing with the diagnosis over my health. I detach you from everything you have renounced and I break every generational curse and every curse sent upon you, every sacrifice sent upon you, I cancel it. And I break every demonic soul tie. I break every word curse. I detach you from every item that God's led you to throw away. And I command on three, every spirit attached, all you have renounced must go in Jesus' name. One, two, three, out now. I declare complete freedom, healing, abundant life to you now in Jesus' name. Thanks for joining me on this episode and I can't wait for the next episode. Revival is now. Kingdom is